Player One on Sin. That's right, Player One. We are back for another banger night of banger tunes and even better conversation. If you want to keep up to date with anything we do, there are places to do that. But before I can do that, you have to learn learn who's on tonight. And my name is Bianca, and I'm joined by our wonderful EP, James. How are you feeling about tonight? Uh, all right, uh... Until I, we got here f- uh, f- at 8 o'clock and I realised, hmm, all the songs that, I'm, that I need to put into today's show, um, I forgot to put them on the USB. So that's why we're late, because I was trying to quickly transfer all those things and then suddenly it said, nah, 70 megabytes, I'm going to take 10 minutes to put onto this USB, because why not? Why not? See, the trick is, we're not late, they're late. Exactly. Exactly. They're the late ones here. And yes... Hello, everyone. Welcome to Player One Onsen, wherever you may be listening from, because we have so many places you can listen to, even live, so as being 90.7 FM, if you're in Melbourne, as well as digital audio. What does the B stand for in that? D-A-B. Digital banger. audio. <laughs> digital audio banger, yeah. Um, <laughs> also at sin.org.au and at sin underscore FM on Twitch. We're live there right now. Um, and if you want to follow us on platforms that are um, not so live, got Player One Sin, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, the Podcast Realms, Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Ooh, that's a couple places you can follow us. And we have a pretty exciting show coming up. We're going to, of course, go all over the news uh, and the new releases. We're also going to touch on VR, touch on the playlist, and maybe talk about what Fortnite's been doing, because it's pretty fascinating over that way. But before we can get to any of that, we're going to bring everything down just for a minute, because sometimes things do get serious, and there are helplines available if you need them. Those are Beyond Blue at 1300 224 636, Kids Helpline at 1800 55 1800, and QLive Helpline at 1800 184 527. Seriously, if you need them, Please don't feel afraid to check them out. No one here is above mental health. But with that, we're going to go into our first song for tonight. And you know what? what? I think there is no one better than us. There is no, no one, one be- better than player one. No there one. Is no one greater than one. Here is Greater Than One by Erica and Valorant from the Valorant OST. You're listening to player one. Oh, Sin. And that was From the Morning by Let's Eat Grandma. You're listening to Player One on Sin with myself, B. And wait, I'm just going to say who with myself, (laughs) with myself, James, and B joining me across the table. Um, I'm. Already falling to shambles, and we're not even one segment into this show. Well, you know what? You know what? I might be able to get you back in. Maybe I'll read you some news that might get you okay. really excited. Yes. Okay. But, uh, Give it. Give it to me. All right. So let's start off with some news about Unreal Engine, which is always fun. Unreal Engine 5.2 has been revealed. Now, we're going to discuss that a little bit later on, so stick around and uh, maybe enjoy that uh, juicy bit of goss. But... Speaking of that, we also have Fortnite Creative 2.0 is here. You can create whatever you want inside Fortnite. Now, I asked you about this, right? Because yeah. I don't follow Fortnite. Yeah. And you described this to me as like Roblox, but Fortnite. Yes. And I don't know about you. I don't look. I'm going to speak for everyone listening. That sounds cool. That sounds awesome. I can't wait to see it. Again, we'll be talking about this a bit more later in the show, the same time we're talking about Unreal Engine 5.2, because they're kind of similar. Um, They're both made by Epic Games, obviously. Um, But yeah, it's definitely huge, huge um, for creators out there. It's just huge in general. Speaking of huge, it's something that I didn't think was ever going to happen. So Counter-Strike 2 got a gameplay reveal. Now... 
I must have been living under a rock a rock because I thought CSGO was technically Counter-Strike 2. Um, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I've just been hearing... I don't know if this, this might be an update, but I'm pretty sure this is. it's a whole second game. So, like, it has a brand new engine. It's got, um, like, some really interesting mechanics. I, I remember seeing on social media, um, they were exploring people at the beta. They looked down. They went, <gasps> We have legs! <laughs> oh, you know what? You're already doing better than meta. So that's pretty good. <laughs> Zuck is trembling in, I guess, his waist. But um, moving on from that, um, you can now smell like whatever the hell the Mario uh, world smells like. And you can do that because the Super Mario movie has collaborated with Lush for some exclusive products in, honestly, the two brands that I never thought I'd ever see get together. Well, I I literally... Because there's a Lush right inside Melbourne Central... And I saw a thing um, out on their front doors. They were collaborating with, like, um, Attack on Titan or something. I don't know why. I think I understand their market and their thought process. Yeah. So they, they what they're thinking of is they've gone, you know, they've heard of board meeting, and they've gone, who are stereotypically the dirtiest and stinkiest people on the <laughs> earth? And they've gone, gamers... And people who watch anime, and they've gone. Wow! Let's... Wow! I see! I see! I see! I see! <laughs> Look, I, I'm onto something here. That that those two just line up together. But you know what? Speaking of something that I personally think stinks, caffeine. Roll for caffeine. You can now get D and D coffee. Explain. Um, I I I saw this. Like I was going through like the, the news sources. I gather this news from. Um, and they're like. Yeah, it's it's just D&D themed coffee. Like it's branded type stuff. And it's like okay. Do you have why? to like, roll? No. No, no, no. That, that was just me making a pun. That would be amazing. I I, I would uh, okay, I don't necessarily want to say it cuz that sounds kind of terrifying in a way, but like <laughs> I imagine this. Yeah. enter brand here, uh Star Nuts. Um and, you know, you've walked in, they roll a, de- uh, a die for every part of the drink. Let's say I'm getting a chai, and they've rolled for the chai. Nat 20, perfect. They roll for the milk. A one. It's get, off milk. It's off milk. <laughs> roll for the cup. Another one. I don't yep. get a cup. No. Chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drink up, buddy. They pour it straight into my mouth. <laughs> like... This could be amazing. You have to sign like a thousand waivers for it. Oh, you but... could probably actually. Uh, if you if you're thinking of making a cafe food chain anytime soon, like here's a free idea. Hey, look! If you do it, we'll we'll be there. I'll give it a oh, go. Absolutely. I don't drink coffee, but I'll show up. Hit us up. We'll go. We'll be there. We'll be your first customers. You know what? You know what? Maybe maybe you can get it done before the new releases come out. Ooh. You have to be quick though. What have are those very new releases? Quick. Well, today Monday the twenty. 20- 7th of March, we actually don't have any games coming out, but tomorrow we do have a quite a few. March the 28th, Tuesday, we've got Call of the Dragons releasing on PC, iOS, and Android. Colossal Cave releasing on Xbox Series X and S as well as Xbox One. Crime Boss, Rock Rocket City releasing on PC. Fraction Sanity also releasing on PC. MLB, The Show 23 releasing on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and Switch. Terra Nail releasing on PC, iOS, and Android. The Last of Us Part 1 Remake releasing on PC. And Windstorm, an unexpected arrival releasing on PS4. That's all for tomorrow, March 28th, Tuesday. On Wednesday, March the 29th. We have Forza Horizon 5 Rally Adventure DLC, releasing on Xbox Series X and X, Xbox One, and PC. Gripper, releasing on Switch and PC. Pirate Outlaws, releasing on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Thursday, March the 30th, we have Batboy, not related to Batman. It is a bat batting game. So don't get your hopes up if you think it's Batman. Um, releasing on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and X, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. 
Dredge, releasing on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X Next, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Norn 9 Var Commons, releasing on Switch. Supplice, releasing on PC. And Vertigo 2, releasing on PC. Then on Friday, March the 33rd, you've got Blade Assault, releasing on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X Next, Xbox One, and Switch. Formula Retro Racing World Tour, releasing on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X Next, Xbox One, and PC. Hot Wheels Rift Rally, releasing on PS5, PS4, and iOS. Saturday, we got Plantera 2, Golden Acorn, releasing on PC. And then next week, Monday, April 3rd, Creed, Rise to Glory, releasing on PS5. It's a pretty solid week for racing games. Yeah. You've got Forza, you've got uh, an F1 game, you've got a Hot Wheels game. Like, if you're a racing car fan driver, I have absolutely butchered that. If you enjoy your um, dra- uh, racing games, if you enjoy driving in the virtual world, this might be the week for you. And you know what? I feel like I need to get back into um, Forza. I remember playing it. And I remember getting lost in it. And I think I might want to get lost again. Here he is, Lost Again by Kings Elliot from the Callisto Protocol OST. You're listening to the best radio station with the best radio show out there. This is Player One on... You just heard Don't Want to Be Talking by Higo. And I've got to say, I was genuinely getting into that song. It was very good. And before that one was Lost Again by Kings Elliot from the Callisto Protocol OST. Now, I I'm just going to throw mine back a little bit. I remember when the Callisto Protocol was uh, announced, and it was announced right, I think it was just before, right after, uh, a Dead Space remake trailer, and it was like the worst spot to put it, because they're like the same thing. It was fascinating, but I've heard good things about it. But other things I've heard good things about is our uh, playlist, and... uh, we tend to play some pretty good games. Most of the time, we tend to play them. <laughs> most of the, I, yeah, most of the time. Not all the time. Definitely not all the time. Every now and then we play a couple stinkers, but you know what? It, you have to, to get, you have to wade through the mud to get to the ocean. Help. <laughs> no, you, wade, you walk across sand, which I guess can turn in... Can sand? No, mud is dirt, not, not sand. That's, that's just... Wet like, sand is just wet sand. Yeah. It's the beach. You have to walk through the wet sand to get to the dry <laughs> sand, everyone. <laughs> well, we're learning things here on Player One, on Sid. It's called geology. Now, maybe before the end of tonight, we'll have made a decent metaphor. No promises, guys. Yeah, no promises, no promises, <laughs> no promises at all. But yes, let's dive into the games we're playing out throughout this week. Now, again, my life is hectic around, so I haven't had time to play much games, but I did actually go back and replay a game I actually really enjoyed when it first mm-hmm. came out um, and isn't talked a whole lot, and that's Astral Chain. Oh, that's the Platinum uh, one yeah. that no one talked about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's Platinum, Switch only. Um, I really enjoyed it, and it's one of the only games um, where you use both of your sticks Ooh. to control your characters oh. in a live sense, and it works. Oh. It actually, like works. There's a lot of emotion going on here. Yeah. So it's it's really going into it, you're as as you are from listening to that, I I went into it extremely skeptical. Cause that's it's not really done well you most no. of the time. Um but it it, it works it works well because like a key mechanic of the game is using your chain and using both the main character you control and your, um, I forgot what they're called. Um, you do believe you, you, you do believe you do. Um, to me- to create a chain and loop your enemies in your loop. Um, so like, okay, this is gonna be the worst analogy for yeah, it ever. Sh- but shoot. like Sonic's like circle yes, thing from no, Frontiers. Kind yes, kinda. Okay, I was closer to that than I thought. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Um. And it works well having those two sticks, like it, because like when if you're doing your thumbs right, you're moving them in a kind of opposite direction because mm. of how that gameplay works, and because you're moving them in a similar fashion, it works. Because it's just trust it's just, you on this. It's just it it doesn't sound right, but it works. It just works. It just works. 
I mean, look, I'll have to maybe give it a go someday. If it, it's a bit hard to say I'll give a full price game a go. Yeah, because that's a full price game. It's a full price but game. Yeah. You know what? If I ever get the chance, I'll give it a go. It sounds good, and Platinum's always got a pretty good repertoire of doing mm. things. It's a decent story as most well. Most of the time. Um, so, I mean, hey, you got to check it out. But speaking of checking things out, I actually got the chance to, I really hope, uh, Connor from our previous couple of years, uh, EP from, I think, 2020 is listening because yeah. uh, he's going to be the one freaking out about this one. But uh, I played WWE 2K23. Okay. And yeah. look, given how bad it was once upon a time in 2020K, uh, 2020, the 2021. Yeah. This is a step. I don't know what direction they're going in because they stepped forward last year. Huge leap. And then it feels like this year they kind of stepped to the side. They didn't really go forward. It just feels like a sports game where nothing's changed except for the roster. And I'm very confused because I don't know what to feel about that because they've all kind of been pretty different when it comes down to it. But... I think that's also a good thing because it's a pretty solid game. It's straight up a lot of fun to play. The community has gotten behind the game already. There's heaps of amazing creations. People have already gone through the source code and of taken course. out literally everything that's hidden in the game and uh, pushed it up to be downloadable from the start of the game. The story, although the voice acting, seriously, I could do better. <laughs> Um, and I could probably write a better story. The story's not terrible. It has two interesting plot points where it's like, you're either a Nepo baby or you've actually uh, come up from the indies, which I think is really interesting. But, you know, it, it's, it is what it is. And uh, I think another thing that is what it is would be our next song for tonight. Yes, it is what it is. It's not the name of the song. It's Gusty Garden Galaxy. And that's actually remixed from... Super Mario Galaxy, and that's by the Akaris Kit, an 88-bit. And, you know... What are we listening to? I don't know. You t- is, is it Player One? I, I think so. Yeah, Player One on, on Sin. On Sin. That was Porcelain Boy by Sunman, and before that was Gusty Garden Galaxy from Mario Galaxy, remixed by the Icarus Kit and... 88-bit. I love that little bit of rhyming there. Uh, but obviously, we're talking about something pretty cool. And uh, i got to ask, is this real? I don't know. Are we in the simulation? Am, am, am I real? Are, are, we in, real? are we in the are metaverse? We? Uh, well, kind of. <coughs> we're on Twitch, so we're kind of. Oh, uh, well, if we see Zuck, we'll uh, give him a wave. <laughs> yeah, we'll give him a uh, wave. Give him a wave. Hello, hello, hello. I don't see you anywhere. Um, but yes... Is this real? Are we in a new age of VR? The trick there is, what what was the old age? Are we still talking about, like, when Oculus cost, like, a down payment on a house or... Uh... Well, just in general. So, obviously, we've got um, the Oculus um, Quest 2, um, which is technically owned is, by Facebook. Is, yeah. Matter. Um, but... <laughs> Also, more recently, um, although it is more on the pricier side, um, the PlayStation VR 2. So, VR is really coming more and more accessible, especially with the amount of releases that released... amount of games, sorry, that released on day one of the PSVR 2's launch. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Yeah. You say we're in the new age of it. I think we've still got a lot of the problems that we had 10 years ago where, yes, there are heaps of games coming out and they come out directly for the platform on day one, but they're not big names. There's barely any big names there. Mm. Horizon Zero Dawn is the only one that most people are going to check out. Unfortunately... And the pricing is still, for the most part, way too steep for the uh, for the average person. So, are we in a new age? Maybe, but are we in the age that is going to flourish and really, I guess, show its teeth? I don't think so yet. I think we're still 
look, I said it maybe five years ago that we're still five years away, but I don't know. It's it's becoming almost almost like a fad. Like I keep looking at it and going, maybe this will die off like 3D did in cinemas. It keeps feeling like that, which is a shame because every time I've tried 3D, I've loved it. Whether it be some of the best games on there, Beat Saber, Quake was really fun on 3D. Yeah. Um, there's so many other things that like you could play there, but it's just not being supported by the AAA companies and the big brands in the way it uh, really should, which is a huge, huge shame because, I mean, if you chuck a good Nintendo game on there with more than the support they gave for, like, Smash Bros, where you can slightly look to the side of the course, which was really strange. For the, like, yeah, the Nintendo Labo. Like, that that was a great idea. Great idea in theory. It obviously bombed, but, like... It was cardboard. It was a great idea because it should have been super affordable. Um, and it was considering, but... Relative to an actual VR headset, yeah, it was cheaper, but... Uh... I, I, Still, for cardboard, it was a. Uh... It was a lot for cardboard, but like I, I, I think we're almost there. There's just that it needs that big company to just support it with a big game, and I don't know what that game's going to be. It could be, it, like, it has to be a big title. It has to be something big, but, whether it be like a Ratchet and Clank or that's a bad example. But you get what I mean. But with PS PSVR two releasing and so much hype around its release, um, do you think that maybe? Maybe that big title is coming. Hopefully. I really hope so. Like, look, I know I sound like a bit of a narcissist. That's the wrong word. Pessimist uh, when it comes to VR because I just don't see it yet. But, like, as I said, it's so close to it. And I could picture you've got the Resident Evil 4 remake coming out soon. Um, Or I think it just came out even. Um, Yeah, it just came out last week. Yeah. There was a great opportunity to do some VR stuff with that on release. That would have been an, a great opportunity that was missed. Again, it's that it needs that big release, and I can't think of what it's going to be. That's 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 my only fear. I think we might get it. I think Horizon getting anything on VR is a great thing, and I think it's going to take us somewhere. But is this real? Is it the future? Are we in the new age? Not just yet. I don't really think we're there yet but you never know maybe maybe we'll be able to play a fighting game and you can have a fight with uh sayu here is versus sayu by james landino featuring nikki simons from the no straight roads ost you're listening to the premiere gaming show on the air player one on Sin. And hello everyone. Welcome back to Player One on Sin yes. with 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 James and, and a lot of background noise. Uh- <laughs> 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 yes, you're on Player One on Sin, and you've reached the checkpoint. Ooh, that's new. I'm calling it the checkpoint now because since okay, so last year it it was only called Top of the Hour because we had two Top of the Hours, right? Well, now. I- yeah. So I, I actually, I actually have a history lesson for you. Take you back I, through I Player know, One's I know, history. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. He knows. It used to be two hours. Well, actually, before then, it before comes then. from well and truly before the two hours, uh, the two sorry, the three hour show. So. It actually dates back before I joined the show in 2020, I believe, and I might have to fact check this one, I believe it's something that started in 2017 when the show started as a reference to famed video game guy, uh, Jacksepticeye. Mm. Um, Obviously, top of the morning, top of the hour. Um, Oh, yeah. And yeah. it was a huge thing back in the day where once we got to the top of the hour, our wonderful friend and part of the show, Nathan, would run to the other side of the room and he'd just scream at the top of his lungs, <laughs> top of the hour to you. And look, it, it was a part of us. It's still a part of our DNA. But I think the checkpoint is it has a certain class to it. It does. It's the, it's the checkpoint. Because then it gives us some leeway. If it's like six past nine o'clock... As it is right now, so we're not right. We're not right at the top of the L, but we're at the checkpoint. We're at the halfway mark. We're yeah, nearly. You, we're, we're we're getting there. You can save. You can heal up here. 
Exactly. So, yes, we've reached the checkpoint. This is halfway throughout today's show. I am James. I'm joined with B. Um, and, you know, we've got, we still got plenty more show coming out for you today. We're talking about Let's Get Creative, Choose Wisely Extraterrestrial, as well as Do I Choose You? No, I am. we are not talking about Pokemon then. Oh. 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 So, Interesting. stay tuned from that wherever you may be listening from, whether that be live on 90.7 FM, DAB, cinder.org.au, or on Twitch at sin underscore FM. Or if you're listening to this in the future on the podcast platforms, those being Player One on the L Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. And of course, if you want to catch us on the not so live areas, you've got Player One Sin on t- Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Also on YouTube, while I'm going out through this entire belt of stuff. YouTube, you can actually find the entire playlist of today's show in running order, of which I actually need to submit to Sin. I'm just reminding myself of now that I, that's something I have to do. Um, I'm going to get you a to-do list for your birthday this year, I think. I don't know if that's a good thing or an insult. <laughs> I can't I'll tell. let you decide um, as we continue through the show. Obviously, yeah, we have some wonderful stuff coming up, but we're going to bring things back down for a moment because sometimes things do get hard and there are helplines available for you. Those helplines are 1300 224 636 Beyond Blue, Kids Helpline at 1800 55 1800, and QLife Helpline at 1800-184-527. Seriously, if you need them, check them out. There's no harm in it. And seriously... And no one here is above mental health, so do it if you need it. But- now, B, I've got a question for you. Oh. Can I stay at your house? I look, I really want to stay at your house. <laughs> we love it. We, we love it here. <laughs> I really, I really want to stay at your house is the next song you're going to be hearing, and that's by Rose Walton and Hayley Coggins, and that's from the Cyberpunk Edge Runners soundtrack. Guys, you're listening to Play Hole 1 on Sin. I'm going to get some air. <laughs> All of Me by Kian and Becca Hatch. That's part of our Sweet 16. You can check that out every single week at sin.org.au or every Sunday on the Sunday Sweets show at 5pm. Check it out and you never know, you may just find your new favourite song. And before that was I Really Want to Stay at Your House by Rose Walton You're just remembering and about Hayley that. Coggins. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> I've destroyed B. You have done damage. Um, That's from the Cyberpunk Edge Runners soundtrack. Uh, It's a great song. I did enjoy it. But uh, let's let's get creative. Look, I I hear that. I hear let's get creative. You said it before. And my mind went to don't hug me, I'm scared. And, (laughs) like, now I can't get it out of my head. And I don't want to know what creativity we're getting into. Well, you could get don't hug me, I'm scared. You could. You could get this. So, two things have been released um, in the past. I don't know if Unreal Engine 5.2 has been released, but these two things have been released by Epic Games within the last week. That being, yes, obviously Unreal Engine 5.2 and Fortnite Creative 2.0. Now, Fortnite... I'll start off with Unreal Engine actually first. So, Unreal Engine 5.2, while obviously not as groundbreaking as the release of Unreal Engine 5, 5.2 showed us something we've never seen in this industry at all. And, in fact, in the cinema industry as well. Um, So, you know when you do AR stuff and you have something to track your face to then go into a game or your body or your actions or whatever, you have to put on the whole mocap suit. Yeah. So, in this, they showcased... um, literally your phone camera filming your face, capturing your facial expression and within like 15 to 30 seconds around that mark being able to recreate that one-to-one within a game inside Unreal Engine. That's that's, that's just straight-up groundbreaking. That's really impressive even outside of the video game sphere. Yeah. Like... Why does it have to be Epic that does this? Like, huh? And this is, this is, this is for Fortnite. 
no, not for Fortnite, but the first big, big use of this will be in Fortnite, in theory. Likely, yeah. Huh. I, I do, I'm very curious to know how this is going to look and uh, how this is going to run, because it's, it's look, obviously we only saw a trailer, so it's very easy to say that it's looking incredible and things like that, and you've got to remember, I, I want you to cast your mind back to the Kinect. <laughs> and when they showed that trailer off and... The Xbox Kinect, that went so well. Well, I mean, the trailer... The, the the announcement trailer for that was, you know, groundbreaking in theory. It's still a fascinating thing to look at, but I do kind of worry about AR and that being such a promise. But, hey, if it works, it works. I want to see it. Like, I'm sceptical, very sceptical. Well, it's a good thing. It's a good but, thing to be sceptical. Yeah. That way you're not entirely disappointed when you face the reality. Definitely. And, you know, look, we haven't even touched on the other half of this. Fortnite 2.0, Creative 2.0. What does what does that mean? I know the Fortnite Creative tool was fairly robust for what it was. So Fortnite Creative, when it first released in um, Fortnite Chapter One, Season Seven, we're on Chapter Four now. Um, so quite a few years ago, um, pretty much all it was is that you within the game, it's it was your standard creative mode. Yeah. You could access the um, textures that are in the game. Um, to build what you want on preset areas. Um, where this is different is you are no longer confined to the game to build this. You can take anything, permitting copyright and other laws. Yeah, of course. Um, you can like take, for example... You could recreate the entire Fortnite Chapter 1 map in this. You could get external assets. You can code it on your external. You don't need to do it in the game. And then anyone who owns Fortnite, which is anyone in the world because it's free, um, can then play this using a code. And also, as a bonus, Fortnite people who create this can earn money off this. So... Look, there, there, there are multiple things here to unpack. One, Fortnite has arguably just started making what I don't think we're going to call, but I'm going to call it for this moment, the forever game, the infinite game. Yeah. Uh, a game that will always be continually made by other people, which, I mean, other franchises have done that to unbelievable success. Minecraft. Minecraft <laughs> yeah, we both Roblox, on the same lines there. Those two are probably the biggest ones. But, I mean, you look at... Specifically, Minecraft and Roblox. Minecraft gets away with its copyright fairly well because it goes around things and textures aren't necessarily um, looked at legally. And I think that'll be the same situation with Fortnite, where there will be an influx of things, and you'll probably have that um, moderation and you know the the security behind it, and kind of fall away a little bit. Not on purpose, just because it's going to be so much. Yeah, maybe. But um, as well, I think. It's it's Roblox. It's just a better Roblox because, one, Roblox has had issues with a thousand different issues for a very, very long time, and copyright has been a big one. I'm not sure if you remember, but I think it was the start of last year, Roblox got into a major issue with copyright, and I think it might have been Nintendo that um, flagged it, and it was things like Nintendo characters and other video game characters appearing within Roblox, and those likenesses being used without permission, obviously made by the community. I, I'm i very curious to see how it's going to go, because it's, it's Roblox. Roblox plays like garbage. I do not understand why people play Roblox other than children. And to get Fortnite, which, for all intensive purposes, plays fairly well. The movement's smooth. Everything's nice in it. It looks quite nice now. Um, it's going to be really interesting. And look, we, we I can't even picture where this is going to be in, like, two years' time. It's really, really exciting. And I'm... Honestly, I you know, years time, I want to see what it looks like. Yeah, like once we, like we've seen a few things already from both Epic Games making their own stuff and other creators who got some early access. Like some of the stuff they've made already is absolutely insane. Like having um, cutscenes 
transition then into like you have a cutscene playing of you a robot have attacking. Cutscenes? You can have cutscenes. Like a cutscene of a robot attacking you, then you're going straight into gameplay. Like those type of transitions you can do. Um like some of this stuff that's already been created is absolutely insane. And this isn't even out to the wider hasn't been even out to the wider public yet now that people have it. And once we get that time to for people to develop it Man, I mean, look. One last point. You, you, like, you, I think you've hit the nail on the head. Give it time. It's not going to be immediate. Look at Mario Maker, Mario Maker Two. When they release, when anything new releases, give it a week or so, and people figure out how to use it in the most creative, imaginative ways there are. You've given them not just an open sandbox. You've given them the entire desert. Yeah, <laughs> and they're going to go nuts. Absolutely. Now. Well, we, we're very excited about the future of where Fortnite's gone. Your, your next song goes very much back to Fortnite's roots because this song actually was played, and you'll, you'll start to recognise it as we get into the, the proper part of it, um, is, when the, is a music that played when Fortnite Battle Royale just released. Oh, jeez, oh, that was, what, 2016? Yeah, around that. Um, Joy Way, so Why by Joy Wave. Guys, you listen to Player One, and where you listen to Player One? On Sin! In the song that you just heard was Video Easy, and that was by Haiti Blazer. Oh, that's on the Sweet 16 playlist. If you do want to find all these songs that you've been hearing today, you can find that on the Player One YouTube channel. Just go to Player One Sin on YouTube, and you can find the complete playlist of all the songs you've been hearing just by finding the playlist. And that's this is Season 1, Week 6. And look, if, if you like those particular songs in, in general, you can check out the Sweet 16 playlist as well because we don't play everything off there. There's more juicy songs in there for you to dig your teeth into. So I, I would also suggest check that out on sin.org.au because there's some pretty good songs in there. And uh, look, we mention it every now and then, but our good friend Tom is uh, putting it all together. So if you enjoyed the music from last year's show, you're going to enjoy what's in there. But... Uh, we're going to talk about something that, well... You know nothing about this. I know all about this. Well, I'll say this. The franchise is pretty synonymous and pretty famous for its music content. Yes. And that is, of course, Splatoon. And, look, you say I know nothing about it. You're right. But I like <laughs> Splatoon. It's cool. You're like, it's good. It's good. And, I, and, and we all know that I really do like it. Um, hence why there's a, a Splatoon song every week. Um, so choose wisely, extraterrestrial. The next Splatfest. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, that came off like you were telling me to choose wisely and then you called me an extraterrestrial. (laughs) (laughs) The next Splatfest for Splatoon 3 is coming this weekend, and I need help choosing what team. I am going to go through. So in case you haven't played Splatoon and have no idea what I'm talking about, Splatfest is essentially every month or so in the world of Splatoon, there is an in-game event with over the course of a weekend, you choose a team and you battle with the team and whoever team wins the most fights and is the most popular, etc., etc., wins the Splatfest. This Splatfest, the theme is, who of these is real? Is it A, the Loch Ness Monster? Is it B, aliens, or is it C, Bigfoot? It's an interesting set of three. I feel like they kind of went, oh, extraterrestrial, spooky, aliens. What else? Bigfoot. Loch Ness Monster? I feel like Ghosts fits in there better. But... Oh, no, extraterrestrial was my, was my thing. Oh, even then, I feel like that's a weird set. I, I, I'm curious, though. For me, to make the decision, it also helps to know which idol is siding with which thing. So the Loch Ness Monster... I'm not 100% confident on this because I haven't actually had time to double-check with this. Um, Loch Ness Monster is Shiva, Aliens is Fry, and Bigfoot is Big Man. That Okay, that that makes sense. And to be honest, that very much sways me towards Bigfoot. <laughs> um, look, I think even looking away from that, you, you know, you want to look at... 
what 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 you think might be real, or even as a kid, you're like, wow, that could be cool. For me, it has to be aliens because I remember being fascinated by that as a kid. Um, and for me, that's the money shot for me, just because again, I'm looking like bring it back to video games. I remember, I think it was Mario Galaxy One. There's one of the like sky domes has like three aliens in the back just randomly or three figures and people i remember all the you know creepy pasta spooky videos about that in like yep, yep. 2012 um that's always been interesting to me and one of my favorite series is um uh mario and luigi partners in well, the mario and luigi series where they've dabbled in aliens in every single game so uh, let me let me rephrase that every single game barring the bad ones <laughs> So, uh, aliens, uh, I'm, I'm leaning there. I, I, I have to agree with Fry on this one. I think, look, Bigfoot, if he was real, we would have seen his foot. They would have... Well, well, no, some people have. That's the thing. Some people I have... haven't. Well, yeah, because Bigfoot isn't in Australia. Neither is Loch Ness Monster. Well, maybe that's why they haven't been found. Because they're not got... in Australia? I feel like Loch Ness would have been found by now because it's in one small lake, Loch Ness. Yeah. It's... Whereas Bigfoot, like, yeah, he got he got an area he could walk around, but, but maybe people are looking in the wrong spots. See, now, one other thing to keep in mind. So, in the Nintendo Switch app, you can see who of your friend list has voted what. So, currently, last time I checked, it was literally two points separating. Guess which two? Is it Bigfoot and Loch Ness? No. Oh. Aliens, number one, and then Bigfoot... Sorry, no, um, Loch Ness Monster at second. Big, people don't believe in Bigfoot, but they believe Bigfoot, in Loch Ness. Bigfoot, admittedly, this is very much bias, like heavily biased, because I've like only got 70, 100 people on my friend list compared to the millions of people who play Splatoon. Yeah. Um, only two people had voted for Bigfoot. I, You know what? I, I'm going to say maybe, just maybe, it's based on the fact that the Loch Ness Monster is a recurring character in Mario. Obviously with Nessie right, from yeah. Mario 64, and then later down the track, Plessy from a whole host of video games. Maybe that's it. And, I mean, speaking of Mario, maybe, just maybe, maybe Bigfoot's in uh, Nintendo headquarters. Maybe. We don't know. Have they looked? I haven't. Have, um, they, have they looked in Toad's factory? I haven't checked there. I might do that. I'm going to bring uh, Natsent. And we're going to have a remix from uh, Mario Kart Wii. <laughs> Here is Toad's Factory, remixed by Nazan. You're listening to Player One on Sin. Daily RB by Rick Rufio is the song you just heard, and you're listening to Player One on Sin. Now, this is the most um, click... I want to say clickbaity, but um, oh. ears-worthy click-ear... I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, do I choose you? Do you? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just broke there. Um, no, this is not related to Pokemon. But, so my question is, is the console debate valid anymore? And is there a th- reason to choose a particular... Like, is is there a dominating console these days? So, no and yes. Uh, immediate opinions. Is the console debate actually worth following? Is it real? No. It's a, That was a kid's thing in, like, 2008 because Jimmy had a PlayStation and Timmy had an Xbox and... Bill had a, uh, not a Switch. Um, <laughs> 2000, he had, he had the early He was ahead access. of his time. His, his, the his uncle did work at Nintendo. <laughs> um, no, it, it's, uh, it was that. It was Playground Banter. Was it real? No. Seriously, who cares what you used? I, I had a GameCube, right? Yeah. I was the... If you want to look at the the console wars and go back in time, I was the loser kid. I had a GameCube Aww. and then a DS, right? Yeah, I started, I started with the DS. Eventually, I got a 360. And you know something? 
The only thing I ever had in mind when it came to console wars or things that I didn't like about PlayStation were the cool exclusives they got. But did I go their lesson because they play PlayStation? No. And that's how it is now. Like, the only reason I sit here and go, I'd love to have a PlayStation right now, or I'd love to have an Xbox right now, for what they do exclusively. And it's becoming more and more of a thing recently again, obviously with different companies buying out different uh, companies. But uh, I think, for the most part, outside of those exclusives, it's, who cares? Most games release on both, and they both play very well. It's It's not like the PlayStation 5 and the Series X are that different in power. No, like, even though technically the Xbox Series X is just that got that little bit of extra power, you're not going to notice it, well, really. We never cared about it, because you want to know a quick secret? What was the most powerful out of the following three consoles? Was it the PlayStation 2? Was it the uh, Xbox, the original Xbox? Or was it the GameCube? It was the GameCube. The GameCube had the best hardware. It ran incredibly. The PlayStation 2 was powerful, but not in the same way as the GameCube. It was ahead of its time. That's why they didn't change anything when they got to the Wii. And then they fell behind because of that. It's really stupid to look at that and say, oh, but what about this? What about this? Because you look at things like what about the uh, PS Vita versus the DS? There's not even a competition. No. The DS smoked it. Um, Absolutely. And, and like nowadays, okay, let's let's play that game. PS5, um, Series X or Switch. My money's still on the Switch. It smokes all of them because you're getting most of the same games still and it's portable. It's not the PlayStation 5 where it's you need to have a whole room dedicated to having the PlayStation 5 in there. It's not the the Series X where it's, you know, you need... If you get three of them, you could build a house. Like, it's... Who cares? As I said, I, it's that exclusiveness. I, I look at it, and right now, where I am, the only reason I want to play a PlayStation 5 over an Xbox, I want to play The Last of Us. The only reason I want to play um, an Xbox over a PlayStation... Game Pass. The only reason I want to play a Switch over the other two, portability. Like they all have their advantages. Exactly. It's no longer a war. It's a choice. It's what do you value more? Do you value the honestly freedom that the uh, Game Pass gives you? Do you value the quality of the exclusives that you get on PlayStation, or do you value Nintendo ness? Um, and well, if you want to go exclusivity, Nintendo has the most exclusives. True, but you know, do you want that portability? It's not a war anymore. It's just a decision. I look. I think the war idea, the whole console debate, was always stupid. I've never liked it. And look, <laughs> before we throw to our next song, you know, sum it up. How do you feel about that one? I don't know. So I like. I recently got the PS5 to like complete my holy trinity the switch i've got a one x ps5 like the the only reason like i was very highly considering going the series x because i've been on xbox between playstation and xbox i mean xbox my whole life um but the reason i got the ps5 was like yeah so i'm not really going to miss out on any exclusives until the xbox one isn't supported anymore it just sticks with the series x um it just it just completes that holy trinity. Like I'm not gonna if there's a game I want, um, and I'm I don't play PC games, so I don't worry about that. Um, like I'm not gonna miss out. I'm I'm gonna throw something out there on the last point before we pass on to our next song. Almost every big game that has multiplayer, and that was the big reason for, in my experience, the console wars was you couldn't play with this person, you couldn't play with this person. Most games have crossplay now. In fact, your game will get absolutely destroyed if you don't have crossplay these days. Exactly. Someone will come and vandalize your game. Here is Vandalize by 1OK Rock. And this is the main theme of the Sonic Frontiers OST. This is also the clean version, guys. Don't worry about those scary, sweary words. Might be. We'll see. Please to play one on Sin. Two wonderful songs. They were, of course, Twin by Ori and Vandalize 
by One OK Rock, which is from the Sonic 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 Sonic. I, I said it. Sonic Frontiers OST. Oh Lord, I said Sonic. Um, no worries. We're going to move straight into the most quizzical, the most honestly scary as the challenger, as the as the quizzed um, segment there is. I I, I gotta wonder, like. I, how how scared should I be? I don't I don't think I think this is probably one of the most tame quizzes. I've oh, made. okay. Um, I feel like you should be able to get a lot of these and hopefully oh, get the theme. There's a lot of pressure right so, there. So there's a theme. Unlike last week, I've actually managed to get a theme. Well, we had a theme last week, but we both knew what the theme was. Yeah. So there was no you suggested point. you told me the theme to exactly. Make it like again, I'm gonna get him a to do list. Because he forgot to write the quiz twice now, like mm-hmm. I think I think it's more of a time management thing. While the I'm gonna get you a watch then. I have a watch. I'm gonna get you a watch and a clock. I have a watch. I'm gonna get you another one for the other wrist. You're always gonna be surrounded by the time. But speaking of the time, I think it's time we dive straight into the spooky, scary squiz, squiz, quiz. All right. Let's go. So there are four questions and additional bonus points for the uh, theme. So I'm because there's only one of you. If you get three points, you pass. Okay. And you have to take my work off me. Um, So please win. Um, Let's go right into this question. Numero uno. In Ocarina of Time, where do you obtain a Pona? You obtain a Pona, obviously... At uh, Lon Lon Ranch. Correct. Starting off easy. Hopefully. I was going to say that, but not have been a hard question. That's <laughs> one of the easiest things I could have answered. So we'll see. See, question two. The stakes are higher. In Pokemon Red and Blue. Okay. Where do you go after completing Route 1? To Viridian City. Correct. And. Did you think you were going to stump me with a question no, on Pokemon? I did not. I just wanted to. I wanted to be like, duh, 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 I am doing suspense for a very, very hard question. My mind even went to a song. There's, there's on the road to Viridian City, which oh, in Genshin Impact. Oh boy, this is where this is where you might. Okay. <laughs> what is the capital of the region of Mondstadt? Um. Okay, so you've already lost me here. All I know about areas in um, Genshin Impact is that when my sister was playing it, I walked by, and you know how you get, like, the almost the, the, the name of the area will appear on the screen yeah. when you walk in? She walked into Springvale, and I kind of had to do a double take because I was like, that's a place in Victoria. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know where that is. <laughs> it's a little bit different in Genshin. I'm going to assume, I'm, going to, I'm just going to say it's Springvale because it's the only one I know. No. So it was kind of, the, the answer is Mondstadt. The capital of Mondstadt is Mondstadt. You can't do a trick question on Genshin. Okay, sure, let's go. All right, so no, you did not get that one up. Now, final question. In Xenoblade Chronicles. Okay. So Xenoblade Chronicles 1, because you told me you played this. I actually haven't played this, so I had to look up a playthrough for this. Where do you visit before the Tempra Cave? Um. Oh, it's not. Okay, so it's not the place from Smash. I know that. Oh, it's not Guar Plains. No. Um. Look, I I don't know. I'm just going to throw one out there and say England, because they're all British. No. So the answer is Colony 9. Colony 9. I knew it was a colony. I was running through my head trying to think of what it is. I haven't played enough of that game yet. Um, okay, and thinking of the... Of the, the thing. Theme. Yeah. If I can so get you got, this, I you, win. If you get it, you win. So I'll repeat back the thing. So of Ocarina Time, where you were paying, where do you take Tona, is Lon Lon Ranch. In Pokemon Red and Blue... Where do you go after completing Route 1? Viridian City. In Genshin Impact, what is the capital region of Mondstadt? Mondstadt. In Xenoblade Chronicles, where do you visit before going to the Tempra Cave? 
Colony 9. No, the answer is the theme is not places. You need to be more specific than that. Okay, so the trick here is my mind is going to immediately different starting locations or like the second town kind of thing. But the problem with Colony 9 is Colony 9 is not. Um, And as well, um, let's run through those questions again. Viridian City. So that makes sense. You have um, run through the first one again. It was... um, Ocarina of Time is Lon Lon Ranch. Lon Lon Ranch doesn't have to be the first place you go when you leave um, the Deku Forest and head out into Hyrule Field. You can go straight to Kakariko, and you can go straight to the castle town. Um, So that's the one that's throwing me off. Now, the other thing that comes to mind for me is Viridian City is like a hub in red and blue and in Kanto because you can go multiple different directions once you get there. Obviously going north to Viridian for, uh, Forest, south to Pallet Town, and left to the Elite Four. Uh, and with Lon Lon Ranch, it's right in the middle of uh, Hyrule Field, whereas Mondstadt is, I believe, the main hub of the game. And I'm going to take a guess and say you didn't know that Colony 9 is not the main hub of the game. I'm going to go with the first hub town kind of, like, the first crossroads town, the first town that gives you, like, crossroads. I'm being too specific. Yeah, we're going to go with it. First crossroad town. Let's... It was actually the first thing you said when you were going on your rant. It is the second town you visit. But... uh, Colony not! Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm... you I'm, actually... I'm gonna I'm gonna take that on me because I didn't play the game, so I was just looking at a walkthrough, and that was the second town I saw. Actually, it it is the first town you go to, but it's your starting town. Okay, you know what? You know what? I feel like I deserve that. Yeah, I feel like I win that. So, um, to give you so, yeah, Lana Ranch, it can it, it is the first town you can properly like in terms of distance walking. It is the first town you can get to. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, obviously, Ruin City. After you get leave your hometown, that's where you go. Um, and Genshin Impact, you don't start in a town. You, that is the first town you go to as part of your journey, your main quest. Um, and it is not a hub area per se, because Genshin is an open world game. It is like sure, it's essential place for the first couple of hours because that's how the story works. But I wouldn't say per se it's a hub because open world. Um, and Xenoblade Chronicles, I got no more information on because I haven't played the game. No, totally. Um, I'm going to take that, if nothing else, because I really want to write a quiz now. Um, look, I, I, I'm curious to know how our um, viewership did, and uh, maybe maybe, maybe they did better. They'll have to tell us. But um, maybe they can tell us after the next song, and uh, our next song for tonight, it's, it's a pretty good one. It is Wave Goodbye. By the Squid Sisters, I like the pun there, from the Splatoon 3 OST, you're listening to the best show on your airwaves, Player One on Sin. I want more by the Cry Club was the song you just heard, and it's very, very fitting, given that we've reached the end of today's show because, you know, sometimes you just want more. I always want more. I want more Player One. Where where can I find more Player One if I was looking? So, obviously, you have where we you're ever you're listening to us live from. If you are listening to us live, those being on 90.7 FM, DAB, sin.org.au or on Twitch at sin underscore F. You could be listening to us maybe in the future from when we're doing this on the podcast platforms, those being Player One on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Omni. Um, Or if you want to find content that's not so live, like regular posts, regular social media, we do have a Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, all at Player One Sin. Yeah, you should definitely check it out. Chuck us a follow. Why not? Like, if you're listening to this and you think, wow, these, these, these folks are kind of funny. Maybe you should press follow. We we might be funny in the future. Or maybe we're not funny and you just you, we're just there to fill your ears with maybe, meaningless jumble about video games. Maybe you want to see the journey. You want to watch two unfunny people slowly become funnier and funnier or give up along the way. Yeah. Maybe the latter. 
Well, we'll you'll have to st uh, stick in with us and keep tuned in to find out. But unfortunately, we are very quickly, rapidly even, approaching the end of tonight's show. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Bianca, and your name is James. And yeah, if you do, obviously we're in this. I believe we're in the second last week of the season. So I think so. Um, if you're around Sin or you want to get involved with Sin, applications are actually open for not only Player One, but a plethora of, in fact, pretty much all the shows I'm pretty sure have their applications open at the moment. Um, obviously, you need to go through your Sinduction if you want to get through that. Um, that's just at sin.org.au. But feel free to go for that. Um, and we'd highly encourage you to do that. It's, it's enjoyable yeah, being I mean, here in the studio. James hit the nail on the head there. It's um, even if you don't, even if you're sitting here like, you know, I haven't really played a video game in like 20 minutes. Don't really know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you just you got can, your game over. Exactly. You, you can join other shows. Maybe you're a sports person. There's a show for you. Sports desk. Me exactly. You're a metalhead. Oh, do I have news for you? Do you like getting up early in the morning? <laughs> I feel like. I don't know if you're trying to plug yourself in or you're trying to set up way. You know what? We're going to see if it works. Uh, you can join me on Get Serial every Monday and Wednesday starting at 8. So 12 hours before this show. You can always check that one out. But, yeah, I mean, come join us. Come check out sin.org.au and follow through to the recruitment and give it a go. Come say hi. Beat me in the quiz. You never know what will happen. But for that, you have to join in. And for that, you'll have to catch us next time on Player One on Sin. Sin.